Riddle Me That is brought to you by Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast. Use creation tools right from your phone and your computer, and Anchor will distribute your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. And it's free. And now, your host, Alex Riddle. Riddle, 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 Riddle. What is up, everybody? You're tuning in to the Riddle Me That podcast with your host, Alex Riddle. On today's episode, we're going to be diving into the Chicago Bulls as DeMar DeRozan has carried this team on his back going into the All-Star break, uh, breaking Jordan's record, breaking Will Chamberlain's records. Uh, We'll get into that um, once we get to the Bulls segment. But DeMar just playing. I mean, he he, he can't get any better. Um, with Levine being out, uh, Caruso and Lonzo out for the long term, uh, it it's been DeRozan carrying the squad uh, with everybody else stepping up on the team as well. You know, Kobe White stepping up in a huge way, Javante Green, um, it's it's Vucevic. It's not just Demar, but it's Demar. You know, putting the team on his back when it matters most at the end of games. Um, Bulls currently a half game in front of the Heat for that number one seed in the East. So. An accomplishment on its own, just being, you know, the one or two seed going into the All-Star break. I can't tell you the last time it's happened for the Chicago Bulls. Uh, So lots to talk about with Chicago today. Um, uh, It's been a good last couple weeks for the Bulls. It's been fun. Uh, We're we're also going to talk some Super Bowl. Uh, Matthew Stafford and the Los Angeles Rams getting it done uh, against Joe Burrow and the Bengals. 23-20. It took, you know, a fourth-quarter drive for the Rams Nothing new to them. Uh, Cooper Cup scoring two touchdowns, including the go-ahead touchdown, uh, winning that Super Bowl MVP. Uh, so hats off to the Rams for a hell of a season, uh, along with the Bengals. I never thought I'd see a Rams-Bengals Super Bowl, but here we had it. Uh, so history was made on Sunday. Uh, lots to talk about in the Super Bowl. So I want to talk about what's, ever, what's on everyone's mind uh, with the Bulls. Uh, I'm currently wearing my, my Bulls. My bull sweatshirt here uh, can't help but rock uh, the red and black today. Uh, it's just been, you know, one of those things that you can't even process with how DeMar DeRozan's playing. Uh, when when the Bulls signed him, Caruso, Lonzo, I can't lie. I wasn't, uh, you know, sitting there, you know, as the happiest guy in the rooms. I didn't know what that meant. You know, I knew DeMar has been solid. You know, he's been kind of sneakily putting up numbers in San Antonio last couple of seasons after being dealt by Toronto, you kind of felt that, wow, this guy just got dealt by Toronto. They won a championship with Kawhi. That, that sucks. You know, that's going to hurt you after putting so much into that team. Um, but he's obviously used that as fuel. I mean, he is playing, you know, with a chip on his shoulder with something to prove. And, you, and you know, just from watching Bulls and the Bulls game, I mean, they're 38 and 21 now. Um, so they've played, you know, 59 games, you know, out of 82 games this season, which is as far as, you know, I've come as a Bulls fan a long time consistently watching the Bulls, uh, as most most fans would say, uh, as the last you know, at least three or four seasons, you know, by by the end of the first month, the season's over. Uh, so it's, it's truly been an unbelievable uh, thing to watch. Uh, and recently with his records, you know, he just passed Wilt Chamberlain, 
for all time for having, you know, the most consecutive 35-point games while also shooting 60%. So he's set an NBA record for that. Um, and he also, you know, has, has just gotten uh, – so he had, he had a record with Jordan too. Um, he scored 30 points in his last eight consecutive games, which is the longest streak by a Bulls player since Michael Jordan in 96. So I think he's tied for the record. He could break the record. Um, so they even mean category with Will Chamberlain and Michael Jordan. I mean, those are like the two best players of all time. Uh, so I'm, I'm not saying DeRozan's there, but the way he's playing right now, I mean, his his numbers speak for itself. He is the mid-range assassin. He doesn't miss. He makes smart plays, passes him when he needs to. Um, and that and that just goes out to the Bulls role players stepping up. I mean, Kobe White coming out of nowhere, stepping in while, um, as I said, Lonzo and Caruso, their two best defenders, aren't even playing. Um, you got Io DeSumo playing at a rookie of the year type candidate. Um, definitely a top five rookie in the league for sure. Um, he's been making buckets when it counts, passing the ball efficiently. One of the best defenders I've seen, you know, as a rookie. I mean, he is locking up uh, top point guards in the league. Trey Young could barely score against Io. Last night, Io, DiVincenzo, that bum ass running down the court trying to get a land. Uh, Iowa said, no soup for you. Just rejection one-on-one down the court. Uh, so the Bulls have won four in a row so going into the All-Star break. Uh, a lot to do with DeRozan, but a lot to do with, you know, the role players. Uh, Javante Green uh, doesn't miss from the corner. I mean, yesterday he was at one point he had 15 points. He was 6 or 6 from the field. Uh, I'm happy he missed at the end. I show he was human. Vucevic putting up 20 and 15, you know, during their hot streak right now. So everyone's contributing. Um, and once we get back full strength, you know, hopefully Levine, Levine saw a knee specialist on Monday. It's a little scary, um, but there's no structural damage uh, right now, but it's definitely a problem. So we'll see how that goes down the stretch. I mean, we need both these guys, uh, I feel like, at full strength to really have a chance to win this thing. Because uh, you start to think, it's like, well, everyone thought the Bulls were maybe a year away from doing something. Well, here they are. Number one in the Eastern Conference, 38-21. and 21. Uh, going into the All Star break, um, they've just you know they beat you know the, on this winning streak they've beaten at Charlotte, uh, which is a tough place to play at. They dismantled them. Um, they then came home. Uh, oh no, they went. Uh, they came. They came home to play the Thunder. Gross game, but DeRozan led to victory. W's W. Thunder been playing pretty good ball recently. Tough team to play. Always bring their all. San Antonio Spurs on Monday. Um, who just were draining the whole game. Lonnie Walker with like a, a huge dunk, 20 points. Um, one by 11 at the end, DeRozan's old team. Wasn't going to lose the Spurs twice this season. And then last night, the Kings, who played very well. De'Aaron Fox, Devonta Sabonis, both playing at all-star level. Uh, and the Bulls just hung around uh, and didn't let them, you know, sneak into their lead. So, you know, they're doing all the right things right now. Uh, and, and that's what I'm saying. You know, now it's like, wow. I'm not saying it's championship or bust, but maybe it's championship or bust. I mean, that is the type of level the Bulls are playing at right now. You know, nothing less than a championship uh, now just feels like, oh, man, what could have been the season? But, okay, that being said, if the Bulls somehow make the Eastern Conference Finals, you know, I'll, have, I'll be a very happy man, even if it hurts at the end. I mean, and once we're there, you know, I'm going to be like, oh, we got to take it to the finals or it's a failed season. And maybe that's true. You know, from just, I would love nothing more than the witness of Bulls 
a Bulls championship uh, along with me and all my friends. Uh, it'd be a dream. Um, long way away right now, but you just got to enjoy the moment, man. This is the farthest, as I said, farthest I've gotten in a season for the Bulls in such a long time. Uh, playoffs are, before you know it, around the corner. Uh, we got to keep playing well. I, I, I don't like that we have a week and a half going into uh, next week, start, start of the second half of the year. Um, it's hard hey, taking a week off it. It's, it's, especially since we've been so hot. Uh, but I'm just going to try to enjoy Levine in the three-point contest on Saturday uh, and then enjoy the boys in the All-Star game. Uh, DeRozan for sure starting. Uh, Levine in reserve. We'll see if he plays with his knee. I bet you he sits out. So we'll, we'll see if he competes in the three-point contest either. Um, I'm feeling LaMelo in the skills challenge. Shaq put like $500,000 on him to win the skills challenge. So I don't, I don't know if it's just a dumb bet or if he just knows something. So maybe I'll sprinkle. Um, might, might be a fun thing to sprinkle on. Uh, but uh, no, and then the ball, isn't this weird right now? We're on RMT talking about the Bulls winning a championship or bust. I mean, I could barely even fit him on the, I had to force him into the segments last year. I couldn't even, you know, I would do it for the squad. I'd, I'd, I'd talk about the Bulls, but um, yeah, no, this year it's like essential because they are so disrespected. It's not even funny. Uh, I watch NBA The Jump pretty religiously. I don't know why. It's not very good. It's just the only thing on that has NBA. Um, I think it's very cheesy. And, you know, they never talk about the balls. It's almost like they do it on purpose because they know I'm watching. Um, I tend to think that a lot these days. <laughs> Something's going on that I don't know about. It's like it's all just a form of entertainment. And, they, you know, they already plan out the championship. So essentially I'm saying it's rigged. I don't think that's true, but... It helps me sleep at night sometimes thinking that it is, so it's just knowing that it's unfair. But, you know, we're not going to go down the road. Right now, I mean, you can't deny how fun it is to watch Bulls games right now. It's a must-watch TV every night. Uh, DeMar is just the, the king right now. He's the fucking king, and we, I'm so thankful to have him in Chicago. We still have him for another couple years as well, so we'll see where that goes. But right now, it's just uh, it's DeMar and the Bulls taking over Chicago. All right, time to talk some Super Bowl. Um, Bengals and the Rams on Sunday. Um, my roommate, Bobby Bands, um, a.k.a. Bobby Stah, uh getting one of his first mentions in the pod. Yeah, I haven't, haven't, haven't rocked down the Bobby Stah land in a while, um, but it's worth mentioning. He, he put a future down. He put $100 on the Bengals to win it all before the playoffs, so a classic Bobby Stah bet. It turns out to be a really good bet. Um, he didn't cash out. Um, so you know, props to him on that. Take some balls. Um, but it was a hundred win. I think it was like fifteen or eighteen hundred. Um, on the Bengals just to win it all. So really, you know, I think he had the like the highest or like the you know the highest value in odds. You know, before the playoffs, I think they were like you know plus eighteen thousand or something. So you know. Good bet for bands, or plus, you know, 1,800. Um, but, you know, the, and then so going into the Super Bowl, as I said in the pocket, I, I didn't know who to take. You know, I hated the minus four spread, which, as you know, turned out the Bengals won by, th- or lost by three, so the Rams won by three, so spread was fucked for the Rams. Um, but ultimately, you know, I, I saw most of my friends were on, on the Bengals, 
when going in. So automatically for like a big event when you have uh, a team that everyone's kind of heavily riding on, as, especially when uh, they're underdogs, uh, it, it makes it tough. I'm like, well, I, I kind of wanted the Bengals to win, but, you know, the Rams seem like the good betting odds, but not with the spread. Uh, so I took a couple different bets for this game, uh, kind of went all in on the Rams. Uh, I had a bet of Cooper Cup. So these, these are my two bets that lost. Uh, Cooper Cup, over eight and a half receptions, which is a shit ton of receptions that I, you know, <laughs> after watching the game, because I, I don't take bets like that. But receptions and the Rams to win was, I think it was plus, uh, like 140. And Odell Beckham, uh, over five. So this is my other bet. OBJ, over five and a half receptions. The Rams to win, and we all know what happened with OBJ. Uh, torn ACL uh, at, after the second catch. Should have had an easy third catch. You know, he, he already scored. He was going to get, like, 55 receptions, I swear. He was just, you know, looking amazing. So, And, and that's when the Rams started looking bad, too. Uh, OBJ dropped the ball towards ACL, and then the Bengals just took off uh, early second half. So I was like, damn, well, these receptions aren't going to hit, um, and the Rams are going to lose, so not good bets. But then I did take... One parlay, which I never do football same game parlays. I was like, what the hell? Like, you know, last game of the year, might as well. And I and I took um, Cooper Cup and OBJ to score, um, along with Cooper Cup over eight, nine and a half yards, uh, and the Rams to win. Uh, and that ended up, you know, it, it wasn't looking good for Cup's receiving yards. Um, it, it was looking all right. Um, you think he had like sixty going into the fourth, or right around there, maybe even a little less. Uh, but he had that, you know, that that game-winning drive in the fourth quarter, um, scoring that touchdown. But you know, also just getting his yards at ninety-two. Um, so I hit that, and then so then I just needed the Rams to win, and they won. So came out a little bit on top for the Super Bowl. Um, but I, the Cup ended up having eight receptions, which was which was just tragic. Um, so I wouldn't have minded over time, but at, at the same time, I was scared because then I was like, well, you know the Bengals would win the coin toss, and so and then Cup would never get his reception, so I lose everything. But ultimately, I thought it was a good Super Bowl. Um, the first quarter, I was like, I mean, it, 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 it always starts off like that. Like, the first half kind of sucks, and then the second half picks up. It's like, shit, it's the last half of the season. Uh, and it did just that, you know, with the Bengals scoring immediately and then getting a pick, and you're like, classic Stafford. Uh, doing Matt Stafford things, uh, but ultimately it was Stafford coming out on top. Uh, I, I I don't know if you guys saw the Rams parade yesterday, but Stafford had himself quite a time, just literally drinking out of the bottle on the mic. Um, he's just trashed. It's almost as if, I mean, it is true. I mean, these players have to be in such good like shape that they're probably not drinking that you know during the season. So. <laughs> then when they just let loose for like one day, their tolerance level is probably just extremely low, and so these guys are just going to town. I mean, and they're superstars, so it's like you know their egos are through the roof, and they're just feeling like a million bucks. So uh, Stafford had a funny little press conference. He, the best part was is was the stage because there was really not that many people there, and it, it literally looked like like a side stage at Lollapalooza during the day. Uh, like one o'clock, and that's what it was. Like a couple of fans there, and he was like, "We love you, LA. You've been so good all season. Like, thank you." And I'm like, they literally have like the worst fans in the history of sports. Uh, so, um, 
Aaron Donald that night went to a Lakers game, sat courtside, uh, of all things. Of course, LeBron is just playing out of his mind. Break, break, bring a comeback. Uh, daps him up on the sidelines, like picture book. Like, of course, is gonna. If I had, if I bet on the Utah Jazz and saw Aaron Donald, well, of course he walked in like five minutes late too. So he, you know, the camera was on him. You know, him and his boys are just watching the game. I'm like, oh, I'd be like, oh boy, Lakers are definitely winning this game. Uh, so, but good moment for the Rams. I'm I'm happy. Uh, speaking of LeBron James, you know. LeBron tweets, you know, oh, we got to do a joint uh, parade with all the, you know, the LA Lakers, the LA Dodgers, and the LA Rams, you know, for all winning the championships. Um, LeBron, your championship was a bubble championship two years ago, you know, during, yeah, I know you had COVID and and, and didn't get a parade, um, but that was the stupidest championship of all time. Uh, and, you know, you, you want it, but you're not going to, like, the Bucks won last year. So, like, you can't just, like, you're going to have a parade. That just that would look so bad. Of course, you're the one that's saying it because you just want to be, like, you know, you just can't help yourself. And, you know, if you want to give yourself a parade, I'm sure you could. So you can go for it, LeBron. But stupid idea. Uh, hopefully the Lakers are that, that, you know, LA's a city doesn't decide to do that. Uh, just let, you know, let the Rams have their have their victory. Um, until the Dodgers probably do it again, you know, come next season. Uh, but ultimately, it's sad football season's over. It's going to be kind of weird, but I'm very happy as well because it really takes a toll on your body watching all those NFL games. Uh, a lot of pain, but, you know, there's also a lot of great moments this year. Uh, Bears, new staff going into next year, all the optimism in the world. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Uh, but time to take some time off the NFL. We're focusing bulls. For, we're focusing March Madness. Those are the next two tasks at hand. Riddle's rant of the week. Bang, bang, what's the hang? My Riddle's rant of the week. Man, it's, it's a tough one. Uh... No, it, it's an easy choice. It's just hard to talk about. Um, but I will, I, I will, rev- I will reveal it on the pod. Uh, last night I took a took a parlay: Chicago money line, Golden State money line. Um, thought it was a lock. Uh, I've been cold the last few days. Um, tried to just be you know breaking down as simple as possible. I was like Bulls are going to beat the Kings. Warriors have lost the last three out of four. They're at home against a good Nuggets team, but. A team they have to be. They've already lost the Nuggets once this year. Um, they're at home. Um, and and so the Bulls took care of business at 7. Uh, they took down the Kings. It was a close game, but the Bulls were in control most of the game. Uh, especially, especially at the end. Then we, the, then we go to the Warriors game, who's also in control the entire game. Um at one point goes up. I think it was 69-53, 16 points in the second half. Looking like they're definitely going to get a dub going into the All-Star break. But you just knew the Nuggets were just lurking around. They are lurking around. Uh, Jokic was making random threes. Forbes magazine. So so they had some boys draining. Uh, coach is really good in Denver. He, you know, those boys play hard till the end. 
And it, it looked like Golden State just kind of took their foot off the gas pedal a little bit. You know, they kind of let Denver back in. They couldn't close them out. Uh, their defense, you know, not you know, actually didn't look that bad tonight. They had some clutch stops. Denver was making some shots, but so was so was Golden State. They had the game in, intact. Had no business losing that game. Um, and and so, turns out, you know, Nuggets get it close, uh, and it gets to the point where. You know, you still think the Warriors are going to win. They go up by about five points. They go, it's it's to five now, but, you know, they keep the lead to five. Or I I think it was – they were up eight with, like, just about two minutes left, a little higher. Um, Austin – and so what happens is Austin Rivers nails a three. Um, and, and so, actually, I think the league actually got to ten. Or, no, no, it was eight. Um, Austin Rivers nails a three, so they're down five. Um, and they turn out they they foul Looney, and they the Hackershack. I have not seen the Hackershack all season. I have not seen the Hackershack in one in all season any games. So it's a genius play by the, the Nuggets coach. Misses two free throws, so they works. They they end up scoring it. Sorry, it was ten. Austin Rivers hits a three. It's seven. Um, misses the two free throws. Um, they score again. Uh, you know. And then so it's a four-point game. They scored two. And, and then Looney gets fouled again. The Hackershack him again. He this time makes both free throws. So you think, okay, the Hackershack is done. Um, you know, he solved it. Um, all they need to do is get a stop. Uh, so they're up five. Nuggets are on the floor. Uh... Nail a three. <laughs> you know, down six, so it's a three-point game. Um, and so at this point, you're like, oh, Lord. Um, they hack a Shaq Looney again for the third time. So this is all with, like, just about under a minute left. Uh, misses two more free throws. Um, so he missed four out of his six free throws. Um, so that's two empty possessions for the, for the Warriors. Um, uh, sorry for the dog... Uh, wines here. Uh, Ziggy Zig right next to me wants to be in the podcast. Uh, I, I told him no, but maybe next time. Um, but ultimately, um, Nuggets come down and score. It's a one-point game. Uh, Steph Curry misses a three to go up four. You think you get that they get the offensive rebound, but it's a breakout layup for uh, the Denver Nuggets. They go up by one with 15 seconds left. This is just like, it's. I can't believe what I'm seeing. Um, Steph Curry comes down, nails an and one jump shot with five seconds left. You think, okay, makes a free throw. No threes for the Nuggets. Here's five seconds left. No threes for the Nuggets. Um, and what happens? Jokic uh, gets the ball inside, kick out to uh, Morris, Monte Morris. Uh, at the buzzer for three, swish, uh, and there goes my, there goes my hopes and dreams uh, last night. Put a lot into it. Uh, me, me and Sentado, uh, sweated that out together. Uh, we were, he wrote that post. It was me and him. It, it, you know, it, it, it was nice to have a friend here. Uh, at that time, it was just like you know a long night, and just not the way we wanted it to end. But you know, we we still chowed some wings. You know, did the important things. Uh, it was fun. You know, we really got into it. Um, but tough ending. Uh, it was just like pouring rain outside too. So he just like left. I'm just like sitting here on the couch and like, like the NBA. Like it was on the league pass. So it was like the, 
it was like thanks for watching it was just like elevator music going on on like, the tv i'm like oh geez oh geez you couldn't help but laugh a little bit uh so but it, it did hurt it, it's one that you know you'll think about for a while um, but yeah it happens you know in the world of gambling you know why it's so hard uh, it's just bad beat central uh, but we keep going strong we live going uh, on to the next one baby we keep riding GeForce Spotlight of the Week. My GeForce Spotlight of the Week. Gotta go with DeMar DeRozan. Uh, I hate doubling up on the pod, but there just seems no one uh, else uh, that's capable of getting this award this week. Uh, he's been the most relevant person uh, in the Chicago area. Uh, you see it on everyone's social media. It's just DeMar tats everywhere. Because, uh, you know, DeMar's tatted out. Uh, so it's, it's, it's pretty cool to see uh, the type of uh, status that he's producing uh, to himself uh, and to the city of Chicago uh, and the Bulls organization. So hats off to DeMar. Let's go Bulls. Uh, G4 spot of the week. Uh, first of many, DeMar. The flea of the week this week. Uh, Going to have to go to uh, uh, a classic here. Uh, I watched it last week. Uh, with Bill, uh, a sci-fi classic, uh, a full series, uh, Anaconda, uh, is one of the worst, you know, actually the first movie is pretty decent in quality, uh, but as you get to the second, third, and fourth movies, you know, which I ha- I've seen the second one, I have not seen the third or fourth one, uh, assuming, you know, David Hasselhoff leading the way in cast, uh, you know, in the third one, you have to assume it can't be too good, um, but ultimately, uh, it's just, it, it, it's a series that's just, you know, you gotta watch with somebody else. Uh, it's just, it's so, it can be so bad that it's so good. You know, and you know, they actually have some pretty, the snakes are pretty big in that movie. So, you know, people get wrecked, you know, people are definitely getting eaten. Uh, so it, it's entertaining, but obviously the acting's cheesy. Um, but it's definitely kind of like a 1am type film. Um, but if you're looking for someone to watch the Anaconda series, uh, it's quick. Uh, don't think a lot during it. So you can just go on your phone. Uh, but if you're paying attention, you know, lots of snakes. Uh, lots of good laughs with the fam. The bet of the week. Uh, as I said, uh, rough week for betting uh, for Mr. Riddle. Um, you know, a lot of L's this week. Uh, it's only Thursday. So, you know, now we like to see early on. But we regrouped today. Um, we're taking a Meridian parlay tail college basketball so we're taking it to the hardwood um and it starts the next hour so you might want to get out there um we got penn state money line at home against minnesota could be a trap you know could be falling right through the trap uh penn state minus 230 um but they just beat michigan state at home they're at home again minnesota one of the worst teams in the conference penn state should be able to get it done uh, they're definitely the better team here um and then we go you know, and, and 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 that's at three o'clock the next two legs are at 9 and 9.30. So I, I say correctly, there's one NBA play in this parlay as well. Um, but I'll, go, I'll get to that next. At 9 o'clock, uh, we have the UCLA Bruins uh, taking on, I believe it's Washington State. Uh, and the Bruins are minus like 600, I think. Um, and I, I believe they're at home. Uh, and then we have... Uh, the Clippers, the Clippy Clips, who play at 9.30, so the one NBA team, they're at home, minus 600 as well against uh, the Rockets. So it comes out to be a plus parlay. Uh, mine was plus 110. 
Uh, so some heavy favorites, um, but just the way he got to go these days. I don't trust any of the spreads. Uh, and Meridian's been hot. Meridian had a great day yesterday. He live bet Texas Tech plus 200. Uh, had a couple of parlays. So he's been feeling good. He's going to get us back. We, we hop on the Meridian play. We get back, baby. Penn State money line, UCLA money line, LA Clippy Clips money line. That's all the time we have today on the Real Me That podcast. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Uh, looks like we're getting some more snow today, but should clear up by the weekend. So uh, enjoy the All Star weekend. Uh, it sucks the Bulls won't be playing for another week. Uh, so find something to do in that time being. Uh, I know it'll be tough for the Wilton boys, uh, but we're going to figure it out. Uh, have a good weekend. I love you all. Uh, God bless America. R- Riddy's out.